0: It's Amy's Table, A Girl's Guide to Living, with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Following the success of his book of diabetic-friendly recipes called Blood Sugar, celebrity chef and restaurateur Michael Moore has released his second book in the series. It's called Blood Sugar, The Family. And Michael's joining me today on Amy's Table. Welcome, chef. How are you?
1: Great to talk to you, Amy.
0: Well, I think it's awesome that you expanded your cookbook series to include the family. I mean, after all, the family is uh, where your children are getting a lifetime of eating habits. And so is it mostly geared toward family-friendly recipes?
1: Oh, absolutely. I try to create recipes that are inspiring without being too challenging and certainly great dishes that people can share and and engage with their family and I, th- I think if you are on a any special diet the more people you can involve in your everyday life that that enjoy it with you the easier it is for you as the person who has to take special care
0: absolutely your family's got a lot of incentive to keep you well can you tell us a little bit about what happened in your life that put you on this track
1: Well, i've got a, a pretty sort of uh A long sort of complicated story but I was diagnosed diabetic sort of midway through my 30s and um, later on after about 10 years as being a diabetic and I thought I was doing quite well at it. um, Unfortunately I suffered a a stroke as a complication of diabetes and and at that point thankfully I I had a a full recovery and survived the stroke but I really decided at that point to try and add some flavour and some joy into that diabetic marketplace because I I just felt that so much of the information coming into the market was based on all of the sort of, um, if you like, the nutritional facts, but missed out the the point of enjoying food and the joy that it should be should play in your life.
0: Right. I, I couldn't agree more on that. Well, what are some of the ingredients that you always keep in your fridge?
1: Well, look, for me, I always... I focus a lot on whole food and, and healthy food. That's the main thing. I, I'm a great believer in that. That great, great cooking and great healthy eating starts with good shopping. And uh, if you don't have the the temptation of cookies and and sort of sugars and sweet things in your cupboard, when you get that urge you know so for me it's about seven thirty, eight o'clock in the evening when the kids are going to bed I want to sit down and have a little snack or something if there aren't the sweet sort of temptations in your cupboard you're far less likely to eat them so I certainly try to focus on whole foods I eat a lot of nuts and uh, I eat a really good healthy low GI sort of whole food diet and, and whilst it can sound a bit sort of um I'd say boring to some people. They say, oh, yeah, but you miss all the good things. It, it really isn't that way, and my recipes sort of tried to provide some some sort of relief from that.
0: You know, it's funny. Uh, I mean, partly you're used to it and the people who I think that you're missing something are used to a high sugar, high fat diet. But do you find that if if you suddenly were given the option to go back and eat the abundantly sugary or abundantly fatty items, would you just be like, no, thanks, I've, I've retrained my taste buds?
1: Uh, what, what a great question. I've never thought of it, actually, till you've asked that. But look, I, I really don't think so. Physically, I feel so much better. So yeah. my, my concentration and my output of work and my, my general enjoyment of life has actually improved. And for someone to have suffered with diabetes for, you know, sort of 15 years and then to have had a stroke, to actually be able to turn around and say, well, look, it isn't all bad. You know, the, mm-hmm. the whole experience hasn't been a negative thing because I've come out the other side with a, an appreciation for different ingredients and a different approach to eating. I feel better for it.
0: Well, you mentioned that one of the things that you avoid are the five white devils. What are the five white devils?
1: Well, the white devils were, the, were my easiest way of describing the food groups that I've tried to steer away from. And whenever I say these, there's always someone will call in and say, yeah, but you've, you've got to eat some of that and you need to eat some of that. And really I'm, I'm, I've just sort of broken it down to simple things. Of the first one is white rice. That's definitely should be minimized or taken out of a diet for a diabetic. It's just too high GI, adds too much volume, too much starch. So white rice is number one. White flour is very close behind that. So in in that area, I try to steer away from highly processed things, you know, white bread, croissant, all of those things just keep away from the white flour. White pasta is closely behind. Now, this is the one that I get all of the grief from the Italian and the Spanish parts <laughs> of the community. But, look, you know, f- for me, good quality pasta is, is delicious and a great part of a diet. But you have to really moderate the volume that you take in and be careful of the, the sauces and the cheese and the way that you sort of, if you like load up that dish Um, number four comes in white potatoes you know chips fried food mashed potato all of those things that most people love are really really not good for diabetics and should be sort of um, really taken out of the diet i've I've managed to pretty much eliminate white potatoes from my diet Um, and before someone calls in i know there are some lower gi um, white potato options like charisma and nicola but really, um, they are the best of a bad bunch. And obviously, last my last white devil is white sugar. So yeah. we can all live without that.
0: So, OK, those are in most people's pantries. <laughs> That's the hard part. But yet, there, you've clearly found a way around it. I mean, one of the recipes that you're sharing with us to put on Amy's amystable.com is the not-so-naughty chocolate cake. So, OK, I'm trying to figure out how do you pull that chocolate cake in after everything we've just dumped, the white devils we've dumped out.
1: Well, look, the, 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 main, the main thing is I, I developed this chocolate cake because I do actually have a sweet tooth. And I worked, I've i been doing a lot of work with ricotta. Um, there's probably a different accent, different way of saying it for you guys, but that's the way it comes out of my mouth. But I, I do a lot of work with ricotta, and I noticed that it has an amazing um, effect of stabilizing. Once you, you really beat it or if you like shear the protein within the ricotta it reforms and becomes a great base for cooking and i I developed a a a cake base around ricotta so the instead of having fat and sugar as the base to the chocolate cake i've used ricotta and agave nectar and then i've added nuts and things like that to it and the recipes there with cocoa and, and whatever in it so, I end up with a quite a delicious chocolate cake now it isn 't like the um, the river cafe flowerless chocolate cake but if you 've been told. In your life, that you you should be steering away from these things. This is a pretty a, certainly the best option that I've ever seen.
0: Sure, I mean that's it. If your choice is this or nothing, yeah. you want to start to make you know your your taste buds go to this and be able to enjoy it. And I think that sounds delicious. And I I do say ricotta.
1: Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's great. I All think right, that, that sounds that, good. Right has been really good and I hope that um, you know my wife's been making it for a while now for kids birthday parties and things like that so when you've got young children we're all conscious of the amount of sugar and additives and, and things that they eat and if you can make the birthday cake based on my chocolate cake recipe or the carrot cake recipe that's in the book you know the children will have no idea that you're giving them a, a healthy cake and it's, it's only a small difference but all of the small little differences add up to make a change in your life
0: yeah and they will know when they get older and realize that you've armed them with a a good base of health to live the rest of their life if you're just joining us we're speaking with chef michael moore about his latest book blood sugar the family well michael let me know what would you serve your family on a weeknight you know that would make the kids happy that also fits into your lifestyle and diet
1: well, certainly my, my idea when I, when I was looking at the recipes for this book um, we, we eat a lot of fresh seafood and and a lot of healthy sort of lean lean proteins and grilled meats and that thankfully my children like those but I tried to sort of focus on sort of some of the family favorites there's a recipe in the book for for a chicken schnitzel there's a, a whole meal on a pizza where I sort of take a, the, a thin crust pizza base and then on top of that put um, you know spinach and avocado seeds you can put prawns on there, lean chicken or tuna, but basically use the pizza as the framework and you put on top of it like a really healthy salad or a healthy meal. And that is something that, for my sort of lifestyle, that's easy to do. The kids actually are engaged because they, they can make it themselves and they can be, you know, I've, I've found that if they work with you in the kitchen, they're far likely to eat what they've cooked, more likely to eat what they've cooked than if you just something in front of them
0: absolutely so true well i am going to put the recipe for the not so naughty chocolate cake on amystable.com as well as a overview of those five white devils and a link to michael's book blood sugar the family by michael moore and michael your website is michaelmoorechef.com thank you so much for joining us today and can't wait for your next book
1: As always, lovely to speak to you, Amy, and I hope everyone enjoys the chocolate cake. Thank
0: you. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q! It's Amy's Table with Amy Tolman, yeah! Q102!